Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. Uh, We thank those who have served this country and made the ultimate sacrifice for us to have the ultimate freedom. And we thank those who continue to serve in our country's military that make the ultimate sacrifice to be away from their family and their friends and choose to do those things and protect our country and help us be able to live our lives the way we want to live them and everything else. So we thank everybody out there who has served in our country's military and who has made the ultimate sacrifice for us to have our freedom. So happy Memorial Day, everybody. I hope everybody reflects on that. You know, you you might have the day off of work, but reflect on why and, you know, just take a moment or so to pay your respects. Um, Today's episode, we're going to discuss ESPN's top 25 best college quarterbacks of all time and why they are wrong in their stats. And so we're going to debate here on who the best college quarterback of all time is. Um, make sure you like and subscribe to YouTube channel. Follow on right on Apple and iTunes. Uh, we got to get those numbers up. The, the YouTube ones are going up a little bit. We got to get the Apple and iTunes one up and leave a review, please. It helps go a long way. Leave a comment in the comment section down below. Follow on Twitter at Coach underscore Steve72. And Facebook, the Coach Steve Show as well. So ESPN's top five quarterbacks of the 2000s. I need to correct myself of the 2000s. So we're going to discuss that, but I'm also going to say who might be the best college quarterback of all time at the end, but the best of the 2000s. We're not going to go through, I'll name off all 25, but we're not going to go through each individual one. I'm going to keep it at probably the top five because I don't mind who they have in the top five. You know, there's a couple in the top 10 you could make arguments and move people around, especially number 11 when we get to number 11. But we're going to discuss why certain ones are ranked above a certain player. So let's talk about it. number one, they have Baker Mayfield, number two, Cam Newton, number three, Vince Young, number four, Tim Tebow, number five, Joe Burrow, number six, Deshaun Watson, number seven, Kyler Murray, eight, Lamar Jackson, nine, Marcus Mariota, 
10, Robert Griffin III, 11, Trevor Lawrence, 12, Colt McCoy, 13, Johnny Manziel, 14, Kellen Moore, 15, Sam Bradford, 16, Jameis Winston, 17, Matt Leinart, 18, Andrew Luck, 19, Bryce Young, 20, C.J. Strout, 21, Tua Tagovailoa, 22, Philip Rivers, believe it or not, 23, Carson Palmer, 24, Kaysen Keenum, or Chase Keenum, and 25, Jalen Hurts. So we're in, I'm going to discuss more of the top five, and you might hear me talk about some of the top 10, 11. They got a lot of this wrong. First of all, why is Baker Mayfield the number one best quarterback of the 2000s? That part I don't understand. The number two thing I don't understand is, why do they have Baker Mayfield, Cam Newton, Vince Young over Tim Tebow? Doesn't make sense. Why is Joe Burrow ranked so high? Well, because he had a record-setting career for one year. But some of these guys have had better overall careers and more consistently than Joe Burrow. Um, You look at Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson. I think those guys may have had better overall numbers and careers. But let's just try to talk about the top five here. Why is Tim Tebow number four? That's what I don't understand. How could you put Tim Tebow at the number four best quarterback, college quarterback of the 2000s? Here's what I think what happens when we people discuss the best college quarterback of all time. They allow the NFL career to sink into their minds to try to make their decisions on the college quarterback, where they need to make the decision on the college quarterback of all time. If you're doing of all time, if you're doing the best of 2000s, if you're doing the best of this year, you got to get rid of the NFL statuses because Cam Newton had a better NFL career than Tim Tebow. You can make an argument about Baker Mayfield maybe having a better NFL career, even though that year with the Denver Broncos, Tim Tebow did well enough for them to win. Cam Newton did get to a Super Bowl. Fine. But you cannot allow the NFL career to enter your mind when you're talking about the best college quarterbacks of the 2000s or of all time. You just can't do it. Now, this is coming from somebody who watched Baker Mayfield, who's watched Cam Newton, who watched Vince Young, and who watched Tim Tebow, because I'm a big fan of Tim Tebow, too. I've watched all these quarterbacks like most of you. Now, the kids that I coach did not watch these guys in their prime. They saw more of maybe Joe Burrow. They might have saw maybe more um, Kyler Murray, and they think of the NFL stuff. Most people that listen to this, we watch these guys in their prime. So why is Cam Newton above Tim Tebow? Why is Baker Mayfield above Tim Tebow? Why is Vince Young above Tim Tebow? I don't understand why Tim Tebow is ranked so low. Let's go over some statuses. So let's talk about Baker Mayfield. First of all, I think if you're going to talk about the best college quarterbacks of all time or 2000s, I think you have to be playing in a national title game. Well, first of all, I think you have to win a Heisman. I think you have to be a Heisman candidate multiple times to win one, or you have to be able to get to the championship. The argument for Baker Mayfield is going to be, well, Tim Tebow did not play in the playoff era. He played in the BCS era where the computer picked everything. Okay, so we're going to hold that against them. If Baker Mayfield's the best quarterback, he should have gotten them to a championship. I'm just saying he played in a more, quote-unquote, fair way with the playoff. Tim Tebow didn't. Tim Tebow had to make sure throughout the regular season they had to get it done, and Tim Tebow got it done a lot of times. So let's talk about Baker Mayfield's 
stats. He played at Texas Tech, then he went to Oklahoma for three years. When he was at Texas Tech, he had 12 touchdowns to nine interceptions, 2,315 yards. His first year at Oklahoma, he had 3,700 passing yards, 36 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. Um, His second year at Oklahoma had 3,000. 965 passing yards, 40 touchdowns, eight interceptions. His last year, 4,627 yards, 43 touchdowns to six interceptions. So for his career, um, he had 14,607 passing yards, 131 touchdowns to 30 interceptions. Those are fantastic stats, and I'm not going to take that away. Not going to take that away at all. His completion percentage was 68.5. 68.5 rushing. He got 1,083 rushing yards and only one rushing touchdown. So he wasn't this big time rusher. So for the overall stats, those sound fantastic. And he won a Heisman fantastic, but he never won a championship. So does he get to be considered best of all time or best in the two thousands? If he never won a championship. I don't think he he could be top five, of course, when you look at statistics, but he never won the championship. Does he get considered for that, even the stats? Let's look at Vince Young's stats. He did win a championship. Now he lost the Heisman to Reggie Bush, but he still got there and played well in the big-time game. Vince Young went to Texas for three years. Um... His overall numbers, I won't go through each year. I'll go through each year. At Texas, his first year, he had 1,155 passing yards, six touchdowns, seven interceptions. Second year, 1,849 yards of passing, 12 touchdowns to 11 interceptions. Then his last year at Texas, he had 3,036 passing yards, 26 touchdowns to 10 interceptions. Where people want to put Vince Young on the top, because passing-wise, I mean, those aren't bad, and this was early on. I mean, this is 2003, 2004, 2005, before the Big 12 really became this huge passing for everybody. But Vince Young was a great rusher, too. His first year, he had 998 rushing yards and 11 touchdowns. His second year, he had 1,079 rushing yards to 14 touchdowns. Last year at Texas, he had 1,050 yards rushing and 12 touchdowns. I think that's why people will put Vince Young in that top because of how electric he was, how electric he was running the ball, passing. Eh, you know, he could have been better, but that's why they want to put him up there. Now, I want you to remember these things in your mind as I get to Tim Tebow because we know as Tim Tebow is a runner. So think of these, and I'll bring it all back together. But that's why they put Vince Young up because we have to define what's a good quarterback. That, that's the discussion with the Chicago Bears right now if you want to go to the NFL. He's not a great passer right now until he proves it this year. But what made people think that he was a top 10 quarterback in the league is, well, look at the electric runs he made. But my thought process is, well, in the NFL, you got to be a better passer than a runner because you can't sustain success over a period of time with the quarterback running the ball, as we've seen with Lamar Jackson. That has proven those to us. So those are Vince Young's stats. Now let's get to Cam Newton's. And they have Cam Newton above. Cam Newton won a Heisman. Cam Newton won the championship with Auburn in his first year at Auburn. Now, remember, he was Tim Tebow's backup for two years. Then he went to a junior college, and then he went to Auburn. 
So you have Cam Newton ranked above Tim Tebow, and he was Tim Tebow's backup at Florida. Really? Okay. So let's go through his career. This will be very quick. At Florida, he had 40 passing yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Second year at Florida, had 14 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. At Auburn, he had 2,854 pass yards, 30 touchdowns to seven interceptions. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. Rushing at Florida his first year, he had 103 yards rushing with three rushing touchdowns. Second year at Florida, he only had 10 yards rushing with one rushing touchdown. At Auburn, he had 1,473 rushing yards. And he had 20 rushing touchdowns. This is where people will say, well, he had 20 rushing touchdowns and he had 30 passes. He had 50 passings. He had 50 touchdowns in one year. I'm not saying Cam Newton isn't great, but he was Tim Tebow's backup. And then he has this breakout year with Auburn, wins the Heisman, wins the national title, puts up those type of numbers, and automatically they want to put him above Tim Tebow, who did all those things first. I think with Cam Newton, they bring the NFL into it. They they play his NFL career when they're talking about the college stuff. We got to leave the college stuff to college stuff when we're talking about greatest quarterback of all time or greatest quarterback of the 2000s. So now let's look at Tim Tebow's stats compared to those other guys. Tim Tebow was four years at Florida. His first year at Florida, he had 358 passing yards, five touchdowns, one interception. Second year at, at Florida, 3,286 passing yards, 32 touchdowns to six interceptions. Third year at Florida, 2,746 passing yards, 30 touchdowns, four interceptions. Last year at Florida, 2,895 passing yards, 21 touchdowns to five interceptions. So his total career, he had 9,285 passing yards, 88 touchdowns and 60 interceptions. His rushing, his career at Florida, he had 2,947 yards of rushing and 57 rushing touchdowns. 57 rushing touchdowns is a lot. The most rushing yards he had was his last year, but the most rushing touchdowns he had was his second year at Florida. He had 895 rushing yards to 23 rushing touchdowns. So in his second year at Florida, he had rushing 23 rushing touchdowns. 23 rushing touchdowns, 32 passing touchdowns, and six interceptions. So if you want to talk about Cam Newton, Cam Newton had 30 passing touchdowns compared to Tim Tebow's 32 and seven interceptions compared to the six. Then he had 20 rushing touchdowns to Tim Tebow's 23. The only thing more that Cam Newton had that year, he had more rushing yards than Tim Tebow did. He had more rushing yards. Tim Tebow had more passing yards as a sophomore compared to Cam Newton's senior time because when he left, he played two years at Florida, went to the JUCO, and then came back for Auburn for his senior year. Tim Tebow had better numbers then. But they want to put Cam Newton above Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow got a championship his freshman year. Now, did they win because of him? No, they had Chris Leak. But he made big plays. They had red zone packages for him. I don't remember. They had a couple for Cam Newton when Tim Tebow was the starter, but you don't really remember that. Tim Tebow's name was popping off his freshman year when they beat Ohio State in the championship that year. 
Cam Newton played in the same era as Tim Tebow, so there was no college playoff. There was nothing for that. It was a computerized system, so Cam Newton had to get Auburn there and play well. Tim Tebow was always in the Heisman candidacy, won his sophomore year, and he was always there the rest of his career. He won a championship on his own, won a lot of games. So as a college player, Tim Tebow, if you want to look at, you have to look at the title. They both have a title. They both have a Heisman. Tim Tebow was a Heisman finalist more often than Cam Newton was. But Tim Tebow has the better numbers. And you can't sit there and say, well, Tim Tebow played more games. Well, Cam Newton was the backup. So that should tell you already that Tim Tebow was better. Tim Tebow has better numbers than Vince Young when it comes to passing, passing touchdowns. Vince Young ran a little more. But Tim Tebow has the better numbers when it comes to passing. Baker Mayfield has all the stats in the world, but he does not have that championship. So I think that has to knock him down. You have to put Tim Tebow arguably as the best college quarterback. And if you just want to stick to the 2000s, I think Tim Tebow is the best college quarterback of all time. But if we want to stick to the 2000s, he is the best quarterback of the 2000s. Then you can put a Cam Newton up there. You can then put a Baker Mayfield up there. You can even put Joe Burrow and keep him in that top five because of what he did, even his first year at LSU, what he did then, but then that second year when it just blew up. But the fact that Tim Tebow is ranked where he is, and he's ranked there in that area for a lot of people who rank these, you have got to be kidding me when it comes to this. You are not going to put Tim Tebow, at least in the top two of the best college quarterbacks of all time or the best of the 2000s when he's has the numbers, when he has the championship, when he has everything that everybody else has, we just let the NFL career thing sink into our minds when we talk about this. Yeah, we could sit there and say Cam Newton's probably a, a better NFL quarterback than Tim Tebow. Fine. And then don't come at me and say, well, look at all the people that Tim Tebow had around him. Well, he still had to get them the ball. They still had, they had a good play caller, but Tim Tebow had to get them the ball. Was he inconsistent at passing at times? Sure. But so was everybody else. His completion percentage for his career at Florida was 66.4%. 66.4%. Cam Newton was 65.4%. His last year was 66.1%. Vince Young's completion percentage was 61.8. Now, Baker Mayfield was high. His was 68.5, but they're still not far off. But the fact that Baker Mayfield never won a championship, they could have beat Georgia that year, but they took their foot off the gas. You've got to put Tim Tebow as the best college quarterback. He could pass it in college. He could run it in college. He, he stayed healthy. He was competitive as hell. He was hard to tackle. Um, you just He was just one of the... Vince Young was one of like the real first, not the real first, but I guess you'd say in the 2000s, this versatile quarterback. Then Tim Tebow had it too, but Tim Tebow was built more like the running back type, but could also pass it. So the fact you've got to put Tim Tebow as the best college quarterback of all time or not the best of the 2000s. So um, I wanted to get that list out there. Um, thank you guys for watching or listening. It's a short episode, of course. Um, so comment down below who you think 
is the best college quarterback of all time? Do you think Tim Tebow has some disrespect towards him for some reason or another? Who knows? Um, I understand why guys are ranked in a certain spot, but I think he has to be the best. So comment in the comment section down below. Like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow at Twitter at Coach underscore Steve72. Please go on iTunes and follow and rate and review the podcast. That will take a minute out of your day. That will help grow this even more. The YouTube stuff's getting there. Um, we just got to grow the other side of it too. So thank you guys again for watching and or listening. This is Coach Steve, and we'll see you guys next time.